0: One, you're saying you are something, and one, you're saying you have something, which means it's changeable. When you are something, it's a statement of something that never can be changed.
1: That's it, man. And let go is the key. It's like surrendering to life. Like saying, look, there's something bigger than me out there. Like me is the one that's controlling and that wants these things to not be like this. But the, the situation is this. Look, I have to just surrender to life
0: when we add titles or we add things, we are causing restriction and then it causes conflict when things change in life and things are always changing. Welcome to the Stronger Fitter Happier podcast. I'm your host Vin and today I am joined by Raj Gorasia. So you are someone I know very little about, so it will be good (laughs) to um, learn a bit more about you on this episode and everyone who's listening can learn a bit more about you. But you have a slogan on Instagram that I really, really like, and it is inner calm for outer win. So yes. let's start with that. Like, who are you? Where have you come from? Ahead? Just tell us a bit about where you, how you've got to where you are now.
1: Yeah, that. well, let's start with inner calm for outer win. Yeah, like you said. So what I believe in is that really everyone just wants to get to this place of, being okay within themselves, right? And whether that means like your work, your body, whatever, we're chasing this this feeling just to feel okay. So where I've come from is I had a lot of challenges with my mind like growing up. And you know why I like the kind of stuff you guys are doing because I was very much into bodybuilding like a lot of men, I guess, and, and females. I was into bodybuilding and I thought, yeah, this is gonna be the thing that's gonna make me feel good about myself, right? Let me get these big muscles. So I got these big muscles, and I it was great, it was fun lifting heavy weights, getting into fitness, like even running and all of that performance type stuff. So it was like a hobby for a while. And then one day I walk into this yoga class, just because this girl was like, oh come to this yoga class and I was like, okay, cool. She's a pretty girl. Let me, let me go along. Why not? (laughs) (laughs) So I go to this yoga class and man, that, I feel like that was a shift because I started getting into like the inner world and really understanding what calm meant. So I got into meditation. I got into yoga. I was the only guy in the class actually. (laughs) Um, And yeah, I just got into this other side of looking at the world and looking at like What do we as humans want? How do I get to this place where I actually feel calm? Not like chasing all of these muscles and money and all of that kind of stuff. Like, what do I do to actually really get calm? I started figuring it out. I started experimenting on myself, like with foods, still with the fitness and the movement, but combining that with like yoga, meditation, reading tons of books, all sorts of things. And... I, I basically got to this place where I just understood myself in such a profound way. I knew everything that, that like every part of how I, how I worked. And then I went traveling for a while and we can talk about that if you want as well. I'm yeah, sure. no,
0: I, I definitely want to speak about that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I went traveling for a while and then I came back because I was like, you know what? I'm, I've got to share this with people, man. I can't just keep this within myself. Because it just felt like it was coming out of me. Like all these things I was learning, it was oozing out of me. I was like, I have to share this with people and just be a person that can help other people find this for themselves, right? How to get calm, how to slow down, how to know themselves. So I decided to become a coach. So initially I was like, yeah, maybe I can be a personal trainer like you guys because I really like this kind of stuff. But then I was like, I also like the like mind stuff as well. Yeah. So I realized... Being being a coach is kind of like a holistic way of looking at things, a way of getting people focused on the inside, but then they can achieve whatever they want on the outside from there, basically. So that, that's the kind of overview. And my background's in IT, actually, so that's, I probably should have mentioned that. A very <laughs> logically um, analytical person growing up. That's why I was so challenged with overthinking. So it's almost as if I've gone to the other side, which is more creative and like understanding the the being mode, let's say.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, what felt, I'm sure you had um, things that you, doubts, I guess, when you first went into this, thinking, mm. you know, you're quite young. Mm. Um, I believe you're just a little bit older than I am. Um, yeah. And... You know, I had insecurities when I first started personal training and stuff that everyone I'm helping is a lot older than me. And they're going to think that, how the hell can you help me? Mm. Now I've heard on a video that you did have some insecurities. Like, Mm. so tell me about those, like what doubts came to your head and how did you overcome those?
1: Yeah. Do you mean like in terms of coaching or do you mean just in general before?
0: No, just in terms of coaching. So, you know, you said you you felt like you wanted to help other people with your journey. Hmm. Um, just like, I guess, similar things to you, what you've achieved in yourself and feeling that yeah. like calmness. Yeah. Did you feel like I'm not the one to be helping these people? Did I, I, yeah. you know, I, I can't be doing this. Who am I kind of thing? Yeah. To do yeah. This. Yeah.
1: I definitely had that man. I had imposter syndrome, they call it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had that imposter syndrome of like, who am I? Like, how can, how can I tell someone that I can help them with their entire life? Like that's a big ask. So I had this, I had a lot of doubts and fears, man. But what it took was me just practicing, just practicing, like, even just, even for free at the beginning, I was just, I was just dishing it out for everyone I could, taking people through the process, proving that it works, proving that I can help people, building my confidence as well. But yeah, I had loads of doubts, man. I, I was like, how how can I do this? Who am I to like bring someone to peace? Like, that's a big ask. <laughs> So, yeah, it, it just took a bit of practice and building my confidence up as
0: well. So, I like that you answered with, you know, practice as opposed yeah. to like just going for it or, or something yeah. like that. Because yeah. it's, you know, when you get into like um, life coaching or anything mm. like that, almost you get this um, stigma attached to you that you're some yeah. airy fairy person who's like sure. either trying to con people. Mm. <laughs> it's unfortunate it's just got that kind of brand um or you're just someone who's a bit wishy-washy and just kind of like is not really in tune with what most people's realities are like because you've got a very different life and um it can be very difficult to kind of not tarnish not kind of come away from that attachment or that stigma but yeah i i even like you know automatically think of life coaches as like oh like I don't know, like that, that almost that kind of thing as well. But when yeah, I started yeah. listening to your videos, I very quickly realized, like, it's just things you're saying is you're talking from experience, mm. one, which is really good because you're not like kind of sitting on a high pedestal telling people how to live their life. Exactly. You're talking about what's worked for you, what you've encountered, what you've experienced. And then the other way is it's, it's very practical, genuine stuff. It's nothing. Yeah you know, like for example, the other day you were talking about social media and posting and um, getting like a gratification from it. Yeah. And you spoke about how, why you used to post pictures of you on holiday. Yeah. Because you wanted people to see like, oh, look at this guy doing all this nice stuff and things like that. And then then you had to kind of check yourself. And it's really nice to to hear someone talking like that because a lot of the time people just follow what other people are doing and carry on and are afraid to break that that mold of, you know, doing what everybody else is doing. And it's exactly. nice to see that you're just doing, living your life and living what's true to you and what your values are.
1: Yeah. And, you know, that's really what I represent. Um, when With all this work I'm doing, I'm helping people to find the best part of themselves, right? I've been on my journey to find the best part of myself. And most of that is removing all of the noise that we have around us and the things we believe. So everyone has their own unique qualities that they just maybe don't know yet. It's just there somewhere It's is there hidden underneath all of the things that we have in our mind. Right. So I'm really helping them to find that almost like a well of, of greatness that they have already. It's already there. They just, they just haven't been able to mind that well, let's say.
0: So if someone comes to you and it says like, you know, I'm, really stressed out at the moment like what's a typical person who comes to you in terms of what are their problems
1: generally like it's funny you say that actually because it'll generally be different types of people so entrepreneurs someone who's starting a business sometimes it's just someone who's just trying to figure out where to take their life sometimes it's someone who is just constantly stressed but the theme across everyone is that there is the mind that's in the way from them getting to where they want. So doubts, fears, unsure of what to do next, unsure of themselves. So in general, there will just be this, yeah, just this fog around, which is generally coming from like the subconscious fears and things like that. Right.
0: Yeah. And what's like one of the first things that you would do to, to start helping someone like that. I know obviously yeah it's very difficult to cause there's a process to it, but as in what's yeah. one of the first initial things that someone could start doing quickly. Um yeah maybe not quickly, sorry, it's probably wrong choice of word, but yeah. to start building some traction.
1: Yeah. So in general, I say to people, because most people are like, I want to get away from this. This is a problem. And they're like stuck in that world, right? Of the mind. They're consumed by it. So Usually I'll say to someone, okay, imagine three years time, then I call you up and I say, what's happening with your life in three years? And if everything went exactly the way you want it to be, what would you be telling me at that point? You'll be saying, oh my God, Raj, this is where I am. And that's how I'll get them to start. I'll be like, say, oh my God, Raj, what's, what's happening in three years? And they're instantly, they're almost hypnotizing themselves. They're almost getting into that state of, okay, I've got a vision now. I'm there now. Not I want it. I'm there now. And I'm going to tell you what it looks like. And in general, they'll say, well, Raj, I'm, I'm much more okay with myself. I know where I am. Maybe some people will say, I've got my business working. I've got this happening, this happening. And then I'll say to them, okay, let that sink in. Like, How does that feel just to actually go there? You thought this was impossible. You, you were stuck in all of the impossible. But how does it feel just to go there? And you notice like the whole body starts changing, right? The, it, the body's changing. The way they're looking is changing. And then we'll go from there. We'll start taking it from there, basically.
0: So like building almost like a roadmap of how to get there.
1: Well, I think, I think that comes afterwards. The key for me is getting them to have that internal shift, the perspective shift of it's possible, firstly, and I can feel that it's possible. I feel it in my body. And then it's like, okay, now I've got this buildup of courage and this buildup of just like life energy, you can call it. And I've got this awareness of something bigger than what I'm seeing now. It's, anything's possible from them, And it's like the creative juices are flowing. And then I'll say, okay, how can we start working towards that? What can be one small step Like I always say like the tiniest step that you can take in the next week that will move you towards that. And I really keep it present focused. So there's no overwhelm of, okay, I want to create this thing in three years. Wow. That seems scary. It's like, let's just make that into a tiny step. And I guess you guys could probably relate to that as well in the work. do, Right.
0: Exactly how we work. Um, And when someone new comes to us, we'll literally start with what would make you feel happier? in Mm. 90 days time like how would you like to look how would you like to feel how would you like to and then we don't stay on that the biggest thing for us is why because yeah they may have the wrong reasons for why they're doing it and that's blocking them so often a lot of people will say things like i want to lose weight um and and then their immediate why might be because i I just want to look good like why would no why wouldn't you want to lose weight yeah yeah Um, and then we're like well you know, everyone has different reasons. That like what's your deeper reason for losing weight? And exactly. often it's not about the weight loss; it's about the feeling the weight loss will give them. So the feeling yeah. of confidence, for example, or yeah. the feeling of feeling secure in their own skin, or being able to like yeah. do things without restrictions, or exactly that sort of thing. So it's they're yeah. not typically searching for weight loss; they're almost searching for freedom, like yeah. the freedom to live life on their own terms. without you know like ailments and things like that and that you can achieve more or less immediately i know that that seems like oh like can you like but yeah you can like if you let go of certain things like you're putting yourself into uh almost like a a hole of like i'm not allowed to wear these clothes and feel good in them because i'm overweight well, exactly. That's what society tells you, but you are allowed to feel good in your own skin. And I get yeah. that, you know, you might feel better when you lose weight because you're able to I don't know, not have to pull your shirt down or worry mm. about is your tummy feeling too tight on that dress or whatever. Yeah. I get all of that. Like I feel the same way when I'm a little bit leaner, I feel yeah. much better about myself than yeah. when a t-shirt is really tight around my tummy. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not a society thing, that's just me thing. Um, yeah. But at the same time I could wear a slightly larger t-shirt and feel good at that exact moment, and yeah. then progress to getting to the point that I'm leaner. Do, do, does that exactly. make sense?
1: Yeah, it does. Yeah, same For way sure. that
0: like someone can start feeling immediately good after a workout, even though they're not quite ready at their state, or they yeah. feel good from progressing. Like you know, I'm 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 starting to take fitness seriously. Whereas a yeah. week ago, I wasn't even it wasn't even on my radar. I didn't even think exactly. about going to the gym and now I'm actually going three times a week and that's the win and you celebrate yeah. that and you start feeling happy about becoming fitter rather yeah. than once I get fitter I will be happy
1: <laughs> exactly and yeah. that's powerful that's powerful because they're 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 feeling the what would what would happen and what it would give them and then their actual body starts going there right then they get the energy to to want to do it to show up to your sessions and then it just keeps on going yeah yeah
0: I think a lot of people forget that you don't, there's no almost end destination. So sometimes people feel like, oh, like once I achieve this business goal, my life is going to be great. Or once I do that, and I get that, you know, some things like not having enough money is a really big barrier Mm. in life. And I get, but it's not money that's not going to make you happy that having that in your bank account, it's almost what that unlocks in your life, what it gives you the freedom to do you know you you haven't got restrictions or worries of money anymore that's what's going to make you happy so this is why understanding your why rather than the what is almost more important
1: exactly no you're right and that's it that's that's what people are sometimes missing because they think that this thing is going to give me what i want and i i for sure felt that myself many times like i if i go here if i go and travel the world I'm going to get what I want. I'm going to find that inner peace. If I go and um, have this amazing body, I'm going to have inner peace. If I get these amazing career opportunities, whatever, right? But I realize now that's that's just part of the game that we're playing. But the real us is the one that's living that game, right?
0: Yeah. It's, do you know what? It, it kind of um, reminds me of something you said. I watched a video of yours and it was about like, the body being a tool Well, you even mm. actually went further and your business is a tool it's not your identity it's not you and exactly. I sh- this is something I've really struggled with back in the day like my yeah. business was me yeah yeah <laughs> like um body and beyond and me were not two different things right yeah and it was very difficult for me mm. when uh especially when the pandemic just hit yeah. and I wasn't um you know a person trainer who was going mm. to the gym And training people anymore And I was yeah. something different it's, yeah. it's happened at different stages of my life Especially when my first child was born mm. I found um, Because there's a big identity shift isn't it I yeah. wasn't an entrepreneur who could just go out every day yeah. Work long hours and hustle I was now a dad who Needed to be a bit more present and mm. um, Because I, I knew That I didn't want to be someone who wasn't Around So yeah, it was yeah. a bit of a struggle, but um, that's one thing that made me realize that, you know, I have to separate myself from things I do rather than putting them as my titles. So, exactly. What was it that, you know, when you say like the body's not a tool, what do you yeah. mean by that? The, I mean, the bodies are just a tool. What do you mean by that?
1: Yeah, so what I mean by that is like, for example, I, I took the body as meaning. If I have this great body, then that means I am a great person. It means I am full inside. It means I am complete. I have what I want. But I, I got it, right? I had a great body. And I. it just never ended, though, because that's the thing. It never ends. When does it become like a perfect body? I don't think that exists. No matter what you look like, you see bodybuilders all the time. They're like continuing to do it because there's no end to it. And I realized at one point, I was like, when does this end? I'm fed up of this. (laughs) I put put it on a pedestal. So that's what it was. I put it on a pedestal where I forgot about the rest of everything meaning something as well, right? So when I say the body's a tool, I think of it almost like you had a a drill, right? Your drill is going to allow you to drill stuff into the wall and hang hang up your whatever you want to hang up, right? Um, Your drill is not actually you. And the same, like, we have our arms. Our arms are allowing us to pick stuff up and eat our cereal, whatever. But we are not the arm, right? Yeah. It's something that can help us. So when I think of the body as a tool now, I think of it as this machine that allows me to slow myself down, calm myself down whenever I want, and it allows me to energize myself whenever I want. And I use it for those purposes to
0: create states i guess yeah, i love that answer it's it's yeah. it's something i wish a lot of people kind of understood a bit more um yeah. especially when it comes to not just the body but just everything that they have in life like um yeah. i feel titles add limitations as opposed to giving you freedom and i think yeah most people's human purpose is to almost find liberation and freedom like we're yeah. searching for it constantly. We're yeah. trying to evolve into the next stage, which we're just trying to con- constantly find that, that liberation. Exactly. Um, But we, when we add titles or we add things, we are causing restriction and then yeah. it causes conflict when yeah. things change in life and things are always changing in life. So yeah. we need to be a bit more flexible to live more freely, but we, by adding these titles, like I'm a businessman or, you know, I'm a bodybuilder. Yeah. And you tie yourself to these physical things. Yeah. You cause a lot of restriction and friction in your life that then causes you to feel unhappy and feel stressed. Yeah, exactly. And you feel things like that.
1: Yeah. Like even when people say to me about coaching, um, I don't even use the title sometimes because it's, <laughs> it's just like, yeah, this, because it, it mixes you in with what like a life coach typically looks like, kind of like what you mentioned as well, right? A life coach or a mentor or this or that. Like I just tell people, hey, um," if they say, what do you do? I'd tell them a story of how how it's worked for someone else or how I work personally, right? I just help people to get some kind of result, whatever that is. And I don't put myself on this like, oh, I'm a coach, so I've got everything figured out kind of thing. It's just that I've been on that journey and I've, I've done this stuff. I'm not going to tell anyone else how, how they should live their life. It's just, it's almost like, and the way actually I think of it is, is more of a, a kind of spiritual process, even though I don't like to use that word too much. Cause I guess mixed up with all another kind of yeah. group, <laughs> another kind of group, but yeah, I, I kind of think of it like as just personal development and becoming your best. And I don't stick to the title. Sometimes I, I I'm teaching things. Sometimes I'm a mentor, sometimes I'm a coach and it just keeps me flexible because if I say I'm a coach and this is exactly what I do and that's it. Yeah. Like you said, it's restrictive.
0: Yeah. And then it with that restriction, you almost become that person and you keep yourself limited because yeah. it, it's the same way when people say things like, I am fat. Yeah. And I always tell yeah. people, you're not fat, even if they are like grossly overweight. Mm. And that I mean that as a medical term, not a yeah. subjective term. So if someone is like by the medical term, grossly overweight and obese and you know, it's very difficult to argue that they're not fat. Yeah. But they're not fat, they have body fat. Mm. And there's two very yeah. big different things between that. And I think okay. a lot of people that oh that's a very subtle, like what's the difference? But one you're saying you are something and one yeah. you're saying you have something, which means it's okay. changeable when you are yeah. something it's a statement of something that never can be changed
1: yeah that's, that's <laughs> such a that's such a big point man and you know we we both agree on this as well like when when people say to me i am anxious for example it's like like just like you said it's, it's a noun it's like yeah. a, i'm i'm table it doesn't make sense like we we can't be nouns cuz we're mm. forever changing we our bodies are changing everything's changing So if we label ourselves as I am fat, that's like you said, saying this is a fixed thing and it becomes an emotional thing like, okay, I am fat. Now this means this, I am wrong. Something's wrong with me. But if you say, like you said, I have fat. Okay, I can do something with that now because it's like I have a cut on my arm that can change, right?
0: Yeah, I think it gives someone control. That's all it exactly because you feel powerless often when you're in these states of like, yeah. For example, when you're trying to achieve something and you just feel yeah. so far away from it and you're doing that visualization thing and making someone yeah. feel like you're putting someone in control. Exactly. And, and it's such an important thing to realize that you have control of your life. But when you, yeah, when you're so far away from it, it feels like you don't, it feels like you're in a position where you can't change your backs up against the wall. And I understand some people have a lot more control over their life. Yeah. For example, like me and you were both, we work for ourselves yeah. We, we have a lot more control of our day our, So it's easy to talk like this But at yeah. one point we probably didn't
1: Exactly And we've yeah. got
0: to that point by taking control If that makes mm. sense
1: Yeah, no, it's a good point I think it's like taking ownership and responsibility Like, hey, I can do this Instead of being in that mode of like I'm just like you said, I'm powerless Because that doesn't help anyone get anywhere, right?
0: Yeah, definitely mm. I mean, what what is something, you know, you said you, you went traveling and things yeah. like that. Like, why did you go traveling in the first place? And um what's something that you picked up from traveling? Like, because everyone goes, well, not everyone goes, yeah. but everyone dreams of going. Some yeah. people end up going. Yeah. And then um some people really, it does transform them. It changes who they are because of the experiences they feel like. What, what was it that you yeah. got from it?
1: Yeah. So I went because, I don't know, man, I had this like, this thing in inside me for a while in my twenties, uh, I saw people on YouTube and I saw like random friends going from university and I was just jealous. I was like, <laughs> Oh, but I can't do this because I'm this guy who's like not confident. I can't, I have this label on myself, right I, mm-hmm. I am this guy who's not confident. I can't do this. Let me just watch everyone else and get jealous. But then eventually like after a few years of constantly looking at other people and like not feeling fulfilled in my life, I was like, okay, I'm just going to take a break from work and then come back afterwards. I said, I'll just leave. I said, I'll quit and then find a job after about three months. That three months ended up turning into like nearly two years, man, because it's just carried on. I came back and then I was like, okay, I got some money left. Let me go to the other side of the world. Why not? If I find a job now, then I'm going to be stuck. I kind of said, so let me just carry on. So I think why I went was just to explore the world but really I didn't know at the time I was exploring myself I was just exploring like what it's like to be doing do something like that right and out of my comfort zone something crazy something that I don't know what to expect that's what it felt like but yeah I explored myself a lot man like for example the thing I took back I took back that the world is actually a lot friendlier than we think man. yeah yeah and that, I didn't believe that before. <laughs> like people are so much friendlier. Life is much more easier than we think. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm saying it's easier than our minds tell us. So the biggest thing I took back was that everything's possible if you just start with something small, really.
0: It, that's an incredible statement to make, that yeah. life is um, easier than the, Why do you say that?
1: Yeah, yeah. Why do I say that? So I was in the, I was in some crazy places, man. I was in the favelas in Rio. I was hopping from island to island with just my backpack, right? And I, I didn't think I can do that. I was just thinking, who does this kind of stuff? Like, how does this even work? How would you even plan a trip like that? But when I was out there, it just, it just seemed to work out because I, I let go of the control. I let go of needing to know everything. I was just kind of taking actions one by one and just doing things. And then I figured out that there's so many people out there to help as well. And I connected more with like my own ability to help myself. Like we said earlier, that ownership mindset. Owning whatever comes up. I lost my passport out there, man. And that was that was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> we could talk about that in a minute. But yeah, I, I lost my passport out there. Loads of crazy things happened, man. I was in the Amazon jungle. Um and all of that happened because I created it. I made that happen, right? I could have just said, I'm gonna go for three months, and that's a safe plan, and then come back um, and be fine. I could have just said, I'm gonna go for three months and just stay in like really safe areas. I didn't do that either so i think when i say life is easier than we think i think it's just it's there's knowing that most of the barriers are in our mind it's just the mind that gets in the way if we can move past that then whatever you want you can make really
0: Mm. i i i kind of get what you mean when you're saying things like um it's the the mind is the biggest barrier because i guess Everyone can perceive situations very differently. So, for example, yeah. losing your passport can be a very difficult situation to someone. Yeah. It could also be a very carefree situation for someone else. How did yeah. you? How did you experience that?
1: Man, I was actually crying. Man, I was oh, in really? tears, man, because it, it happened at nighttime. I had come off this bus, and yeah, to cut the long story short, I could I couldn't find it after. Even if I I ran around the whole town looking for it, I couldn't find it. And I had to, um, I lost my my camera in there. I lost some money, all sorts of stuff, right? I had my phone, luckily. But yeah, I lost all my cards, everything, man. And I was out in Peru oh, <laughs> in wow. the middle of nowhere. So yeah, I was, I was in tears, man. I was like, what have I done? I just was like hating myself and thinking I'm an idiot. Like, what kind of person does this? For I was in the police station and they were like, what happened? I just burst into tears, man. I was like... I don't even know how to explain this to them. Um, so it was hard, man. And even for the week afterwards, I was just like head down, ashamed of myself, completely ashamed, man. And they, basically they said to me, you can fly home on an emergency passport in the next whenever you want in the next few days. Or you can order a new passport and get that sent out. But that would take six weeks. And then I was like, I don't really want to go home, man. Like So I just I just stood it out for six weeks. And that was the that was the best six weeks of my life because I learned Spanish. I was just out there, just taking it easy. I was traveling. I had no stress, so it was a gift. Like now, I, now I look at it, it was the biggest gift because that learning the Spanish helped me so much during my trip. Slowing down helped me so much, and I even went to the gym, man. In that time, yeah. <laughs> so I, I got so many things done. I, I was living a normal life, basically. I slowed down. So, yeah, it was tough, but I had to, I turned it around, basically. I changed my perspective on it.
0: So I love that story of, like, it's, it's like you flipped the switch almost and started to appreciate the situation you were in as opposed yeah. to seeing it as, like, something that is a negative thing. Exactly. Yeah, and it, I think you could do that with most things in life, like, if you look exactly. for the gifts. Yeah. If you look for things to appreciate, look for the, the points to be grateful for. Yeah. And, um... I've I've noticed it as well. Like I've started a um like for the last 107 days I've been doing this gratitude journal. Yeah. Um something I used to do a long time ago then kind of fell off and then got back into it with the whole everything that's going on in the world. Yeah. Um, and yeah. trying to just calm myself and it it's definitely worked. There's days where you feel like the day was just an absolute nightmare. It was a stressful yeah. day. Nothing got done how you planned on getting it done, exactly. which is what caused the stress, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not necessarily the actual day was stressful, but yeah. because it didn't go to how I wanted it to go, Yeah, I f- it perceived it as a, it was a very stressful day. But then yeah. when you get to the end of the day and I'm like, I didn't do the gratitude journal in the morning. Let me just do it now. Mm. I'll do it in the evening. And then the three questions, the first three questions that the journal asks is, what are three things you're grateful for? Yeah. And then you automatically think about, you know, what are you grateful for? What happened today? What, what is yeah. it that you appreciated? So on and so forth. Or what is it that you just appreciate in life? Yeah, exactly. And it very quickly takes your mind away from your stressful day to being yeah. almost lifted a bit lighter, feeling a bit happier because you're focusing on what you actually have exactly. to be grateful for.
1: Yeah, that's such a good point, man. Like, that's a massive point because... Like you said, it's expectation that creates the stress. It's, I expected myself to do this and I pressured myself and I didn't do it. So I got to whip myself for it, yeah, you know, yeah. mentally whip myself. But when you get out of that and step into like what you're grateful for now, you realize there's like this, everyone has something to be grateful. for. And that means you step into more of like your, you can call it heart or whatever. You, you feel your heart, like, look, mm. I have a family or I have this. Uh, that like this is everything's okay right now yeah and it gets you out the head
0: i think a lot of people different people like kind of are saying the same thing um yeah. who, je- who are helping people live happier lives like when, yeah. like what you're saying there's a guy i follow called paul moore who helped me very early on in my career with marketing and things like that yeah. and now he's kind of turned into this coach and mm. things as well and he talks about um his description of anxiety almost is when you're fighting reality. Mm, so you only yeah. feel stressed out when you're fighting against reality. So what exactly. is actually present and happening, you don't want it to happen or, you know, it's not yeah. something that you want. So you're fighting against it. It's like exactly. when when the pandemic hit, <laughs> I was exactly like that. Yeah, This is not supposed to happen right now. We yeah. were doing really well yeah. and you closed the gyms. You did all this and you have put a, you know, and then I realized like, what, what can I do? Like, yeah, this is what you have to adapt. You just have to roll with it. And then it was a lot less stress, stressful as soon as I let go and just kind of went. Yeah,
1: that's it, man. And let go is the key. It's like surrendering to life, like saying, look, there's something bigger than me out there. Like me is the one that's controlling and that wants these things to not be like this but the the situation is this look I have to just surrender to life and almost just go with it like almost if you are in the sea and you're fighting against the the, the current just let it take you yeah. away and you you stop feeling that pain right
0: yeah there's a really good analogy for that it's like um I, I can't remember who wrote it but it, it was uh I think it's Dax Moy mm-hmm. someone who he, he wrote I think he wrote it himself anyway but yeah. it was like um uh I think it's something like a fool, um, a foolish man tries to fight against like a rapid current when they're drowning and they tread Mm. water and then they, they end up drowning. Yeah. Um, And then I think there's another point of like someone else who, who is wise and who is like sensible Mm. will not fight against the water. They will completely relax and go with the flow of the water the rapid, yeah. the, the, you know, the, the aggressive water until that water calms because that's always what happens in rivers exactly. and things like that. So yeah. when the river calms, they then walk away and they get that's off it. onto the bed and then they yeah. live peacefully. And I, I always remind myself of that. Like when there's turbulent times, yeah. try not to panic. Try to relax. Try to surrender. Try to just ease exactly. into it. Go with it. Control what you can. Don't try and control the uncontrollables. And that's it often... It most of the time (laughs) works and it and it really helps you just you know find a bit more peace in a situation
1: that's exactly it man like if that's literally one of the things that i'd sum up in terms of like how i'm working with someone is it's almost like if you think of judo where they're using the other person's weight to have leverage right so i'm just trying to help people leverage the things that are around them look life is going this way let's go with it let's go with what's actually happening and make this thing work instead of you trying to wrestle with your mind because that doesn't work man like everyone's tried this right everyone tries wrestling with their mind <laughs> it just doesn't work you just have to go with what you have in the moment and then plan towards where you want to go and then just start taking steps yeah and it will happen
0: so the, i absolutely get that it's, it's it's a great way to help people feel find peace and calm yeah but one thing that we as humans obviously want is we want 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 like we want to yeah you know we want something we we have like a a project or a purpose or a passion yeah. we're trying to fo- like you know chase after
1: yeah
0: and there's a lot of people who tell you you know if you want to be truly happy find your purpose yeah how what do you think about that like and do you agree with that statement or and if you do how does someone find their purpose
1: yeah, this is an interesting one, man, because I've played with both sides of this. So purpose can be overwhelming, I find, for most people. It's like, okay, I've got to figure out this purpose of why I'm here on this earth. Like, that's a big <laughs> ask to find. And most people get so, so frightened by that prospect that they just don't do anything. So what I think, and um, the way I try to approach it is, what are the things that you value? Like, what do you value in life? And what is something that would be fun to create without it meaning like, okay, this this is going to determine who you are. What would be fun? You are the person who's in this calm state, but what do you want to create from that? So let's say you want to create a a thriving business and you want to get to this place. Okay, that's where we want to get to. So that's your purpose right now. Let's start from the present. Let's start working towards that, taking steps, building it up. But if it gets to this point of I have to figure out if my purpose is to be a, um, I don't know, something specific like a nurse or, or something like that, right? I I don't know if I agree with that. That just doesn't suit my way of working because it just feels too rigid. I yeah. think things can be very flexible. Like you can, now you're a personal trainer and you have this business, you can shift what you're doing in any direction. but. Would you have figured that out right from the beginning? Who knows? It might have overwhelmed you, right?
0: Mm. I mean, I I struggled with that myself. Like I called myself a personal trainer and then, you know, that's all you can be. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Whereas now I don't look at myself like that. I I, I identified, like you said, your values, like what is it that you value? And then what is your passion? Like, you know, you said about what do you find enjoyment in? And I kind of look at that as like passion like what do you find what do you yeah Yeah. so uh, with the core values of like what I'm trying to what I value in life and my enjoyment and my passion almost I married the two together to find my purpose yeah and um, then I realized myself it's just to help people feel happier and Mm. just feel freer like because I was on a journey to find freedom and and yeah. th- once it was initially financial freedom and things like that. Like, and then slowly, slowly, I've realised like it's just a case of finding freedom in all areas of your life and letting go. Yeah. And so, uh, when when I've done that, I've become happier. And I want to see a world full of freer and happier people. That doesn't mean like people who don't go to work and yeah. are financially secure. I don't mean like that. I just mean in their mind, they just feel of feeling freer yeah. in their day to day. They're feeling happier. Exactly. And that's our, um, and we, we've we identified how we're going to do that through our core values, yeah. through through our mission, um, you know, helping people become stronger, fit, and happier. And now yeah. I realize that I can do that anyway. Mm. It could, today it could be through a podcast. Yeah. Tomorrow it could be to, through playing with my children because exactly. I'm helping them learn how to be freer and happier. Exactly. And eventually they'll probably teach their children. So I'm exactly. still living my purpose because I'm not doing it through doesn't have to be on this big global scale
1: yeah
0: it can be exactly. through one person yeah even if just like one person listens to this podcast and finds yeah. something of value that you have said yeah we yeah. have done it again do you exactly. see what i mean so exactly. now i've realized there's, there's no restrictions mm-hmm. and if i live within my purpose i'll find happiness and if i'm continuing on that path then yeah. i'll also probably find ways of you know doing things like I get, you know, in this world we of capitalism, we need money yeah. to do things yeah, that we want and things yeah, like yeah. that, like going on holiday costs some money to get on that yeah. plane. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whether sure. you want to sit in economy or first class, yeah. you still need something. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, exactly. So uh, I get that, like, but I also understand that if I'm doing what I'm happy with, passionate about, I usually will find that kind of financially as well and yeah. and so on and so forth.
1: Yeah, I think that's it, man. Like, for me, I prefer the word direction because we all have this inner compass within us that kind of is pointing somewhere. We just need to know where is it pointing. Okay, I'm in a, I'm in a ship. I need to direct myself north. Great. Let's start going north and see, what's, see what islands we see on the way, right? That's, that's the way I like to see it. Instead of like, okay, I have to go to this point, and then I'm like, how the hell do I get there? And I'm overwhelmed, you know?
0: Yeah no i love that i think there's a lot of things that people can unpack in this episode and take away from them is there anything that you would like to add um or just as a closing statement to anyone who's listening who's feeling a bit stressful right now is there Mm. anything you'd like to leave them with
1: yeah the the thing i say to people no matter where you want to get to everyone has goals like you said I'm all about goals. I'm not just about, hey, let's go and sit here in Zen mode and and be in the present. (laughs) Like, I don't believe just being in the present is going to serve anyone. So find something to work towards, but then slow down and start from the present and then start making small steps. Whatever you do, if you're consistently working on it and it's not stressing you out, like with your mind it's gonna happen it's gonna be fun as well like that's the way i like to approach this i'm not working with someone they're having fun it's it's not like hey let's fix these things and it's torture it's let's just get to where you want to get to um make sure it's big goals yeah reach high but let's slow it down and come back to the present first
0: i love that if you're not doing that if you're not having fun what's the point you got exactly. to enjoy the process. Otherwise, the destination's not going to be any good.
1: That's it. And once we get to the destination, we usually want to find a new one, right? <laughs> exactly. We're <laughs> just
0: We're humans who are cons- constantly trying to find the next thing. Yeah. And but that's you it. have to do it with gratitude. Otherwise, exactly. you end up being miserable.
1: That's it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> awesome. I love that. And um, I just want to wrap up now. Yeah. In terms of where people can find you, where can they find you? So, uh, uh, I'm sure yeah. that people want to know. <laughs> a bit
1: yeah, more. yeah, yeah. So, I'd say Instagram is where I mostly am. I'm posting things daily. Right now, I'm doing something called Ego Talks. 30 days, I'm posting something about how our mind tries to stress us out, all these things we talked about, how the ego works. Um, and I also post, I also host, sorry, weekly webinars on the Insight Timer app, which is a meditation app. I'm a teacher on there um and i'm having weekly events so if anyone wants to come it's free just come along it's just a live stream
0: oh brilliant all right i'll put all the links and below what's your instagram handle for anyone who's just listening
1: yeah it's just raj gorsia r-a-j-n-g-o-r-s-i-a
0: okay perfect all right awesome guys you can catch raj all the links are below just have a look let us know your thoughts thank you for listening and i hope you found it useful Over and out, on to the next episode.